This is the Venturing Angler Podcast. In this episode, we'll chat with Rodrigo from Untamed Angling about fly fishing the jungle waters of Ken Jam. Let's chat with Rodrigo. We're here with Rodrigo of Untamed Angling talking about Kenjam. Uh, Kenjam is located in Brazil, it's in the Amazon, and it's one of the most unique jungle destinations I've uh, ever imagined. Um, and it's pretty diverse, it's a special place from what it looks like. And so, um, first of all, where exactly is Kenjam? Well, good to be with you again, it's a pleasure. Thank you. And uh, Kenjam is located uh, southwest southeast from Manaus. It's uh, 500 miles southeast from Manaus. Manaus is the most important city in the Amazon. And it's, it's located in, inside a huge indigenous territory of more than 5 million hectares. Uh, and it's the headwaters of the Shingu and Iriri River, which holds the most crystal clear water basin in Amazon. So that itself makes so special because the water is so clear that people, when, they, when they're thinking about Amazon, they think in huge rivers of muddy water or black water, and they never imagined they have pristine, crystal clear jungle rivers, and, and Kenjan is one of the most incredible jungle destinations I have been. Well, when I see imagery from, from there, it, it looks like sort of canyon hilly trout water where anglers are standing on boulders casting into seams and eddies and and it looks like trout fishing yeah what what makes kenjan so special and the edd river is that this river flows into a gigantic granite plateau and divides in several several channels and branches making perfect small uh, shallow water crystal clear streams it looks like you were in i don't know in the in a trout stream in New Zealand or whatever in the Rocky Mountains, and, but it's filled with a jungle species, uh, up to 10 different species you can catch on the fly, and some of them using the same techniques you're using for catching a trout on fly fishing on a fry rod, with a five weight, with a six weight, fry flies or nymphs, you were catching uh, the matrinshan, you were catching the paku, or three different species of paku, that we never imagined before. So it, it sounds like it's the perfect transition for someone who's experiencing the jungle for the first time who's mostly versed in trout fishing. Exactly. Uh, I think it's the, perfect, uh, it's the perfect jungle river in Amazon for the trout angler because you can use the same techniques, you can use the same gear, uh, mostly the same flies, but you're in the middle of a remote indigenous territory in the Amazon, and, and we do uh, wet wading, side casting all the time, and people think, well, how this could be possible, and that's what makes Kenjan so special. Um, so let's talk about um, some of the species. Uh, I, I, think for, I think there's some familiar species like peacock bass, but there's also a number of, of fish that I don't think I've seen anywhere else. Yeah. Well... That, that's another reason what makes Kenjan so special, is the diversity of 
fish species, all of them are super sportive species with different techniques. Uh, as you told, we have peacock bass, and among the 15 different species of peacock bass in Amazon, the peacock bass that lives in Iriri River in Kenjan are the Melani species. It's a, it's a different kind of peacock bass that prefer moving water. So you fish with the, with the streamers or even with big dry flies in moving water, and it reaches up to 12 to 14 pounds, and it's and it's uh, we say that it's the Mike Tyson of the peacock bass because it's it's a square fish, it's a super strong, uh, uses the current, and you're fishing with a six weight rod, it's it's a blast. Yeah, it it seems to me like these fish they they also look a little bit different than at other locations. Um, yes, but they rather than being laid up in calm water ready to ambush, it, it's it's. Yeah, you're sight fishing them for a river like they're trout. Exactly, and then uh, we have other uh, known species, but we have three different species of pacu. On a family of pacu, it's a several different species, and it's one of the most important fish in the Amazon jungle. It's a round fish, so uh, the fight is super hard. And because they're putting that body into the exactly, and yeah. and all those these three species, they prefer the runs like a trout. So you fish in, in, in runs, you fish in even sometimes in close to the white water, in sometimes in some in some flats. And and it's amazing because these fish are eating insects, they're eating fruits, they're eating nymphs, they're eating algae. And you see their body, the round, flashy silver body on the on the water. So it's it's like trout fishing. You see then eating on surface, and then you see them eating on subsurface, they're eating nymphs, and that's where we start, start to think, oh, this is the same as fishing for trout, and develop this. The techniques are, are basically the same. I've seen images of them eating terrestrials and like big foam flies. Did I hear you say fruit? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they eat. We, we, we use imitations of some small berries in a specific moment of the season, or even nymphs. We discovered the last season, they were eating in subsurface, and we start to fish with some wet flies, and they are refusing, and then I, I put a dropper with a, with a Metamax and then a, a small stone fly, and that was a blast. I have, I have a dozen of Paku in, in the same run, and then all the, all the people, all the clients start to fish with uh, droppers, and, and it was one of the most successful techniques of the, this past season. I heard a rumor that they eat nuts. They eat nuts. Yeah, <laughs> they 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 are they are omnivorous, so they they eat what they have possible, and these fish jump. So when you get a paku with a five weight or a six weight and a dry fly, in this round body, this fish can reach up to eight nine pounds, and they jump off the water. Yeah, you better be prepared because you have your backing off. It's it's really fun. It's really nice. And they're they're nice fish. They're really beautiful fish. That's great. Um, and you, th in addition to these species, you've got some vicious wolves down there. Yeah, that's <laughs> crazy because uh, you're going fishing, for example, in a certain part of the river, wet wading, and you're sight fishing, for example, for a paku, and then you see a peacock bass, and then you change a rod. You always have to have three rods rigged: one with a dry fly, one with a small streamer for a peacock bass, and another one with a popper and the popper for the wolffish. Wow. Because sometimes you're fishing for those fishes and then you suddenly see a, like a dinosaur in the water swimming and <laughs> it's as black as, 
as the rocks and, and this big wolfish appears and try to get your peacock bass and then they're, they're crazy looking for food and then you get a popper and then that's, that's a blast because you throw a popper, they come and they, they, they're explosive takers in a popper is the best way to catch them on the fly. They jump a lot. They can reach up to 20, 22 pounds. Wow. So using a seven weight rod, it's, it's great. And they attack. They, yeah. they're, they're relentless, vicious. They are, they are because, it, and sometimes they're in schools, and sometimes when you get one, they, other fish get excited and come close if you're fishing with a, with a buddy, and you can you normally catch a double hookups, and if, sometimes they jump, you, you lose one, and you cast again, and comes out another one, so, so it's fun, a lot of action. That's great. Um, another one of the more unique species uh, is the matrincha. The matrincha is great because pound by pound, it's one of the most strong fish in no the kidding. jungle. Yeah, huh. yeah. They, they, I, they, their shape of their body, their tail, and like it's like a torpedo. If you see the body of a matrincha, it's really close, like a, the shape of the body of a tuna. Okay. So they swim really fast, and they jump a lot, and they they eat insects, they eat small fish. So for me, the best way to catch a matrincha, it's with dry flies. I love use some hoppers, like um, any kind of hoppers, but you need to have strong hooks because they have small uh, molariform teeth, like the paku. So we need to have strong hooks because otherwise, if you use the same hooks as you use for trout, they, they bend, they mm -hmm. open, and they jump a lot and run. For me, it's one of my favorite species in the jungle. And they're one of the more small, smaller species that you have. Super, super smart species. Uh, well, talking again about matrinshan, they're super smart because they're, they're the first one to spook. Okay. So you, you need to stalk, you need to walk carefully to get big matrinshan. Then you have smaller pakus, species that's also super fun with a, with a three weight, four weight rods, super, super interesting. And then you have one of the most exciting predators in the jungle, that's the bicuda. The bicuda looks like a freshwater barracuda, can reach up to six kilos, that is 13 pounds, uh, one meter. They're, they're surface predators, so always the best way to catch bicuda it's on the tail of a pool of, of, of run. They are, they are looking for, for bait fish, and you throw uh, poppers or sliders or something like that, and they are super fast. They, they are super fast. They come and explode in the fly and they jump a lot. They look like barracudas. They you know, look like, they're, yeah. They're long. They have a similar tail. They've yeah. got a longer face. But exactly. then these fish are, kind of have a greenish, yellowish, goldish type of... Yeah, the color is... is they're beautiful fish. Yeah, they are. They're really beautiful fish. And, and it's amazing seeing how long that they are that they would yeah, be coming up for poppers. Yeah, they are long fish, and, and because of the shape of the body, the size of the tail, uh, they, they are super fast. Sometimes you, 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 you are popping, and then you see a, like, like something racing in the surface and exploding in your popper. Sometimes you, you don't have time to, to have a proper hook set, mm -hmm. and they jump and then off yeah so so it's it's really exciting another jumping species yeah um that's great well with all these species uh i'm sure it, it a lot of anglers are going to be wondering what gear is most appropriate to bring sure it's important to be prepared for this all these different right. species but basically i say that Kenjin is the perfect destination for 
introduce uh, trout anglers to the jungle because you can do lightweight. You, you, you don't need to have heavyweight rods like, for example, other destinations for big peacock bass or dorado. You can use your favorite trout six-weight rod for most of the species. I always use a six-weight, even for the big wolffish. It's just a matter of uh, the casts are not long. So I recommend from five to seven. From five weight to seven weight, you cover all the possibilities. Obviously, you need to have uh, multiple rods rigged because you're in a, in a specific spot and then you're fishing on dry fly, you see a peacock bass on, in a pocket water and then you change for a, for a streamer and then you see a big wolf fish or a bicuda and then you change for the popper. So it's, it's, it's fun to have all these rods rigged and you, you can take advantage of the possibilities in the, in the same moment. That sounds like a blast. It is. And it's wet waiting. Uh, need to be prepared with a felt sole boots because we have a thin algal layer over the rocks so rubber soles do not work well. Uh, should be rubber with studs or preferable felt soles. Uh, we have all the boots at the lodge and we also have gear and flies and everything in our lodge. Uh, people think, oh, this is a crazy adventure, where we be? And we, as in all of our destinations, we, we build a really nice lodge, a jungle lodge, in a, in a safari style tents, but with uh, private bathrooms, hot water, 24-hour electricity, satellite Wi-Fi internet, good service with a dedicated chef, and the work we make with the natives and the guides is really interesting. We have pro fly fishing guides, English speaking, that pair together uh, native guides. And the Kayapo Indians are one of the most uh, uh, interesting ethnic groups in the Amazon. So I've had several friends who have been down there, and one of the first things they always bring up is the people. Um, yes. So uh, I think there's a lot of story there, too. Um, it is. It is because uh, imagine those Indians, the Kayapos, they're still living body painted with their headdresses, bows and arrows, their cubs, uh, living from the jungle. Yeah. So they are in another era. Or we are in another era. Right. And being in Kenjan, I always say it's like teletransported 500 years ago. Mm -hmm. When you land on the, on the landing strip in the, in the tribe, in the village, and you see all these children body painted, uh, the woman, they're not talk Portuguese, they only talk their Kayapa language. Some men talk Portuguese, and they're, they're still protecting a lot of their culture, and that where our project enters, because uh, the old chiefs were concerned on the past about the future of the culture of the Kayapa Indians and the young people leaving the tribes and going to the nearest town and never come back. So they want to have an activity for the young Kayapas to stay in their community, to have obviously a revenue, and but basically stay in the community, have some activity, and also see there are white people that are helping them to protect and preserve their river, their fishes, and, and, and the jungle. Right, so beyond what they might already value about their culture and their, their ecosystem, they can then also see the value in staying and being part of 
Exactly. And that, that there's, there's interesting because they, they still see the white people as some example. So when they go to the nearest town, a young Kaiapo, and see uh, some white people talking about mining, logging, they will think that it's good. It's right. a good thing. So we are the opposite example, the good example to them. Our anglers, the guests that goes to Kenjan, are, are helping to protect not only with the, with the money, with the, the fees and everything, are helping with the example, saying to them they are doing the right thing. That is, protect and, and, and preserve their, their territory and their, and their river. And all these young Kayapas that are gotten right now, uh, our native guides, they're excited about fly fishing. Some of them are, are casting and catching fish on the fly. Others are starting to tie flies. So they're really excited about that. And they, re they, they see that's really something connected with their, with their ancient culture. And it's where fly fishing is most exciting. You see that in the Indians, not only in Kenya, but also in Bolivia and the Rio Moria in Brazil, they have a deep relation with the river and the fish and the way we fish on the fly. It's, it's really interesting for them. They see something similar uh, in, their, in their tradition, and they're really interested to learn and be part of it. And for example, you see our guests coming there and, and catching all those species on the fly, and they get super excited, and they want to see the fish and spot the fish, and they're really good guys because they can spot a fish without polarized glasses uh, <laughs> a hundred feet in front of us, uh, barefoot, where you're using wading boots and trying to do not fall in the water. Uh, they're so, so amazing because they're, it's their river, it's their house, it's their, it's their home. Uh, and, and it's one of the most exciting uh, ways is to be there with that. It's much more than a, than a fishing trip. It's a cultural experience. It's an it's a, it's a anthropological experience. Right. Yeah, and, and it, if I'm not mistaken, it, guests who are fishing down there take part in ritual too. Yes, on the on the arrival day in the in the village, uh, the village is a small village, and it's a most isolated village of Kayapas in in in, in Amazon jungle. Uh, the village is a circular perimeter, and the center of the the village there's warrior house where all the important meetings and decisions are taken. So they take all the guests to the warrior's house and they present themselves and they explain why they're allowing hmm. you and us to be there. Uh, and they always ask to respect their, their place, their river, their, their forest, and they make some rituals, they make some, some dances sometime that is a celebration to have these fishing trips because they have they have specific celebrations and body painting. It's amazing. And they also do that for specific moments, hunting trips, fishing trips, or marriage of the Indians. So when guests are coming to fishing, they say they are starting their fishing season. And for them, it's really important. And they made all this body paint, and it's so it's really overwhelming to see all this happening. That's great. It's, it's, it's neat to see. Um American friends uh, with their faces and arms and bodies painted um, taking part in these rituals. Um, 
The good thing that the painting lasts one week. So if you're doing the first day of the trip, it will last during the week. So that when you get back to the office. Yeah. <laughs> some, some people want to do another painting on the back. So they're, they're excited about that. It's, it's cool. Um, you also have a lot of amazing wildlife down there. Yeah. It's because it's so remote and it's so specific ecosystem inside the Amazon jungle. Uh, it's, a it's, it's a transition between uh, the savanna and the Amazon jungle. So it's a perfect place for, for a huge biodiversity there. And the bird life, it's, it's amazing. The giant blue macaws you see everywhere, big birds, small birds, and all kinds of parrots. And then you're in the river, you cross and look to, to the trees, to the canopy, you see monkeys, holler monkeys everywhere. And sometimes you're crossing the river and then you hear some noise, and then it's a huge taper. It's a big mammal close to the elephant that crossing the river. So wildlife is everywhere. And last season we, we saw, in six weeks, we saw six jaguars. Wow. That's, that's, that's amazing. That is. That is amazing. And some people had really excited about that. And we do, what we do, it's, it's, we see that as it's much more than a fishing trip, we, we, we recommend that people come with their families because it's not dangerous, as people think in Amazon. Uh, the lodge is super comfortable. Uh, the food is good. And the service is really good. And it's a perfect destination to bring your family to experience the real remote Amazon, the Kayapo Indians, the wildlife. And this past season, we have several groups that come with, a, with their kids of children of 10, 12 years old, their wives. And, and we, have, we have guides that stay at the lodge and can do daily activities, non-angling activities with the Kayapos, going to jungle tracks and seeing their hunting or they're collecting the Brazilian nuts with that falls on huge trees. So it's really, really interesting to do all these other activities despite fishing. Very cool. What are the seasons? Well, Kenjin season, the dry season in Kenjin starts in, in May and lasts until November. We, we start our season in late June, early July, until late September because in Amazon, all the, the tips of the, 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 the seasons are, sometimes are, they are not constant. Amazon jungle uh, rains every year is different. So we prefer to do not operate the, the first month of the dry season and the last month of the dry season just to avoid this, this kind of inconstant uh, weather. So we concentrate on prime time. That's July, August, and September. That's great. That is where we have crystal clear water, nice wet wading and sight fishing all the time. Well, this is fantastic. Where can uh, anglers go to learn more about um, all of the offerings that you have down there? Sure. We have more information in our website, our company, untamedangling.com, or in the specific Kenjan uh, website, that is kenjanlodge.com, or in our Facebook or Instagram social media. We're always with uh, new photos of this, this amazing fish in the, in the fishery and you can learn more following us. Terrific. Rodrigo, thank you so much. Thank you very much for the opportunity.